Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Dave Chappelle, Bill Cosby, Stephen Colbert, BTS, Her, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hey, hon. What you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No. I'm asking a question. Like what? Hey, Bobo. Do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Here's today's STEM tip. Make your selfies look even better with science. Take your pics at golden hour right before the sun sets. The wavelengths made by the atmosphere create a perfect golden light for that beautiful face of yours. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and celebrity news and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Go to facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number 1. You can also follow me on Instagram at tjonesgibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy 65 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. Thank you once again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday morning or early Wednesday evening, wherever you are in the world. So how has everyone everyone been? Um, I got to say, the past two weeks has been a busy one. The month of June is always a busy month for me because it's also my birthday month. And speaking of my birthday, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone. Thank you so much for all the birthday wishes on uh, social media, on my Facebook page, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you so much. I celebrated a birthday last Tuesday, so um, truly blessed to see another year. And uh, we also just finished celebrating Father's Day, you know, and uh, the beginning of summer was yesterday, so June is a very busy month, and also June is also Black Music Month, so uh, we always got to celebrate um, the R&B genre. So um, we have—I haven't been on the air for the past two weeks, but a lot of things have happened. Uh, we saw the uh, the final airing of the Wendy Williams show. It, it uh, aired on uh, June 17. Uh, the show has aired the entire season without uh, Wendy Williams due to her health issues, and it came to an end after 13 successful years in syndication, and celebrity hosts would fill in, including Sherry Sherry Shepard, who was also temporarily filling in for Williams until she was named the permanent replacement in February, so we're going to be talking about that later in the show. Also, we heard that uh, BTS has uh, decided to take a break as a group. That's right. Um, I got the news. Actually, they 
did a, a video uh, on YouTube on their social media account talking about this break up, not break up, but uh, yeah, they're taking a break, and it happened to fall on my birthday, June 14. You know, you know, and you guys know if you've been listening to the show how much I am a BTS. Fan. I love BTS. I'm part of the BTS Army, and I'm having a great time celebrating. And then I get this alert talking about BTS has decided to take a break. And I watch the video, and I listen to each one of the members talk about that they've been feeling this way for quite a while. But we're going to be talking about that later in the show, and I'm just going to give you my opinion on the breakup. Um, You know, it it was definitely a sad day. Here I am supposed to be celebrating my birthday, and then I didn't want to feel, I didn't feel like celebrating because I I get this news about them, you know, taking a break. But without further ado, this week we're going to be talking about uh, Dave Chappelle. Apparently, um, his high school alma mater had plans to name its theater after the comedian, after he pledged $100,000 to the school. But apparently something happened where at the day of the inauguration, he decided that he didn't want the school to be named after him, and I'll tell you what happened. Also this week, uh, Bill Cosby was found liable for sexual abuse yesterday, uh, and he is uh, ordered to pay a California woman $500,000. This lawsuit was filed by a woman um, who said that Cosby uh, sexually assaulted her at the Playboy Bat Mansion in 1975. So I'll tell you the latest. Also, Stephen Colbert is making um, light of the situation that happened uh, during the weekend after his, some of his staff members were arrested after they went down to the Capitol building. They would call themselves was trying to film a segment but apparently they were arrested by police um, where they were talking about the, um, you know, they were down there to do, you know, I guess report about the January 6th um, uh, situation, and, uh, well, I'll tell you more about that. And, uh, again, BTS is in the news. Um, Again, they're taking a break. But there's also some good news for BTS because now their new album, Proof, has reached a new milestone. That's right. It scored, they scored their sixth number one album on the Billboard 200 charts. And my girl, her, she wants out of her record deal with MBK Entertainment. Uh, she signed this label. Uh, she's been with this label since 2011 when she was only 14 years old, but she has filed a lawsuit against them, and I'll tell you the latest. Oh, so without further ado, let's get started. Uh, Dave Chappelle's high school alma mater had plans of naming its theater after the comedian's $100,000 pledge to the school, but in a plot twist, the comedian revealed that he had another name in mind. On Monday night, June 20th, at the renaming inauguration, the comedian took to the microphone for what many believe would be the moment he announced the official renaming of the theater at the Duke Ellington School of the Arts in D.C. Instead, Chappelle revealed that the theater would be named the Theater for Artistic Freedom and Expression, a direct callback to the recent bouts of controversy on which the icon has found himself. Seemingly drawing a connection of the theater's new name to his current drama, the actor and comedian spoke about the importance of free speech, even bringing up his controversial Netflix special, The Closer, which came under fire for his comments about the LGBTQIA plus community. Dave Chappelle continued his thoughts on his recent controversy, challenging the notion that he can't say certain things and insisted that he can and should in the name of art. Closing out his speech, Chappelle mentioned that the kids who protested him last year didn't understand that they were that they were uh, instruments of oppression, and they and were pushing someone else's agenda. 
He also mentioned that naming the school after him was one of the questions because the idea that the comedian name would be turned into an instrument of someone else's perceived oppression was unattainable. After the premiere of his Netflix special, The Closure, uh, Chappelle received backlash for his remarks since late 2021, and many members of the LGBTQIA plus community saw some of the special jokes as transphobic and dangerous and demanded the streaming platform take action against the legend. It was at his very high school alma mater where students challenged Chappelle on his language and protest against him in the process. So, yeah, he uh, they were going to name the school after him. He told them not to um, because there was a lot of backlash that he had faced after that stand-up uh, 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 controversial um, stand-up show with Netflix. So... He decided to just rename. He he just wanted to be renamed. Uh, Bill Cosby was found liable for sexual abuse Tuesday, yesterday, June 21st, in order to pay a California woman $500,000. Now, Judith Huth, uh, who's now 64, she filed a lawsuit in 2014 saying Cosby sexually assaulted her at the Playboy Mansion in 1975 when she was just 16 years old. Uh, who uh, was also uh, she also filed a police report, but cops didn't pursue charges against Cosby. And after years of legal back and forth, the trial started earlier this month. And in the opening statement, uh, Hoof's, uh lawyers described how Cosby pounced on the teenager. Cosby tried to put his hands down her pants, then expose himself, forcing Huss to uh, touch him sexually. Uh, that's what the attorney ha- has said. And though Cosby did not testify at the trial, he has publicly, uh, publicly denied attacking Huss. Uh, he made similar statements in his depos- uh, dep- deposition, uh, which was recorded in 2015 and played for the jury. Now, Huff's friend, Donna Samuelson, took photos of Cosby and Huff together at the Playboy Mansion on the day of the assault. Now, jury jury deliberations were briefly delayed after the jury foreperson was excused Friday, and the jury was forced to restart its debate. And on Tuesday afternoon, the jury reported a deadlock, but the judge told them to keep working, saying deliberation had only lasted eight hours over two days. Cosby, who is now 84, was released from prison last year on a technicality after he was convicted in 2018 of sexually assaulting uh, Andrea Constant in Pennsylvania. Constant was one of a dozen of women who accused Cosby of sexual assault and harassment during her rise to fame as America's dad, but hers was a rare case where the statute of limitation hadn't expired. Stephen Colbert endured an interesting weekend after staff at the Late Show with Stephen Colbert were arrested at the Capitol building. Uh, it was a, a, a new episode of his show, um, and the 58-year-old comedian explained that seven members of his show production team were arrested when they traveled to Washington D.C. to file a uh, to film a segment with Triumph, the the insult comic dog a puppet character created by Robert Smigel. The comedian subsequently explained that his staff, including Robert Smigel, were arrested by police officers. However, Stephen conceded that the officers were just doing their job, and he understood their cautious approach in light of the riots at the Capitol building in January last year. Now, Colbert shared that his staff were doing some last-minute puppetry and jokey make-em-ups in a hallway when uh, Triumph, which is the puppet character, and his people were approached and detained by Capitol Police, which actually is not surprising. The Capitol Police are much more cautious than they were 18 months ago, and for a very good reason. The the comedy star shared that the Capitol Police were just doing their job and that they were just, his staff were just doing their job. And everyone was very professional, everyone was very calm, and his staffers were detained, processed, and released. And despite this, Stephen Colbert admitted it was a very unpleasant experience for his staff. 
Meanwhile, Capitol Police confirmed that officers observed seven individuals unescorted and without congressional IDs in a six-floor hallway. The statement added that, saying, quote, the building was closed to visitors and these uh, individuals were determined to be a part of a group that had been directed by the USCP to leave the building earlier in the day. And uh, the K-pop superstar group BTS is taking a break. The South Korean boy band announced their decision over a long dinner they filmed and shared on social media last Tuesday. RM, the group leader, said that according to the video's translation, that he said, quote, I always thought that BTS was different from other groups, but the problem with K-pop and the whole idol system is that they don't give you time to mature, unquote. He also went on to say after years of working, the group has lost its direction. A representative for Hybee, the entertainment company that represents a band, issued a statement. They said, quote, to be clear, they are not on hiatus, but will take time to explore some solo projects at this time and remain active in various different formats, unquote. Now, in the video, the seven members of BTS sit at a long table with a spread of food and drinks, balloons, and the words, BTS Festa decorated on the wall. Now, BTS officially debuted in 2013. The band's members, Jen, Sugar, J-Ho, RM, Jimin, V, and Jungkook, are now nearly 30 and have spent several years together reaching global success and becoming one of the world's most well-known music groups. They recently used their influence to send a message against anti-Asian hate at the White House last month. But after all this time, their work had felt more robotic. That's what's uh, according to one of the members, Jen. Um, they also said that uh, he also said, Jen, that he has his own hobbies and he wanted to do his own thing. Uh, Sugar said in the video that it's been a real struggle to even come up with lyrics that mean something. For the band to go on, they need to take a step back and grow and mature as individuals, and, and that's what they were saying. RM said that they need to do their own thing. He said he wants BS, BTS to go on for a long time. They did say they plan to return after the break. Now, a lot of people who know me, who know that I'm a fan of BTS, that I'm also part of the BTS Army, what I thought about the video. And you know what? I had no, you know what? Army, their fans had no idea because when my interpretation of the video, I had no idea that it was getting to be really hard. They that it was really feeling the pressure. And RM had said in the video that after they had put out the single on, that they started feeling, you know, that. Mm, I don't know what direction we're going to go to next. And then when the pandemic happened and they were getting ready to go on a world tour, that really changed everything for them. And they started really sitting down and looking and, and analyzing and saying, you know, where should we go from here? Because, you know, they were supposed to go on this world tour. And when the pandemic hit and a lot of the shows had to be canceled, it made them, made them think even further like, what should we do next? And, you know, the thing about I like about BTS, and uh, I remember quite a while back when, um, when before the pandemic, BTS used to do meet and greets in South Korea where fans would actually meet and get autographs and meet them in person, touch them, give them gifts and everything. And I remember there was a young lady who um, said to RM, that because of him, she no longer suffered with, from depression. She was depressed for a long time, and because of his 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 uh, his words of uh, uh, hope and positivity, brought her out her out of her depression. And not knowing that they need they were going through it too. So um, RM got emotional and he broke down and let me tell you it it really hit me because and I'm pretty sure it hit a lot of uh, army how this was really affecting them. Uh, the good news is is that they said they're not breaking up. 
They said that they're going to do solo projects that each one of the members have been working on. Um, they had a couple of mixtapes, but they each one of them have their own favorite type of genre that they like to focus on, and they want to pursue it in a solo project. I know V, uh, Tae Young, uh, he's a jazz lover. And we're probably going to see a lot more jazz music from his album. Uh, Jimin is an R&B lover, so we're probably going to see a lot of R&B mix. And Sugar said he wants to do all of it. He wants to explore all the genres, you know what I mean? And, of course, RM is focusing on his rap, you know, hip-hop and everything. But J-Hope is the first one to release a solo project, and... Uh, he's scheduled to come here to the United States uh, to participate in uh, Lupa, um, uh, the, the concert in Chicago, the Lupa, uh, I can't even remember the name, excuse me for that, but it's in Chicago. I'll think of it at the end of the show, but uh, he's the first one to do a solo project, so we're looking forward to it. And, you know, even V said that a lot of our Army Ninety percent of them will understand what what we're trying to do, and they will understand why we need this break. And even though we're sad about it, and that we won't see them perform as a group for a while, we're still supportive because we do support that they do need that break. They ha- rarely got a break when they were performing. They, I think, the last break they had was about four months ago uh, during the Chris- like around Christmas. That's, they said that was the first time they had a four-month break since the band because they used to have to work during the holidays. So that earlier this year, they were on break, So, and they really do get it. So we support them. We love them. We're always going to be here for them, and we just – we just wish them well, and and we're going to support them. We're going to be here because that's what we are. We always love BTS. Uh, 21 minutes after the hour, if you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy jones Give, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way you will get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you'd like to follow us on uh, social media, uh, we have a Facebook page where I talk about stories uh, that I'm going to be talking about during the show and some stories I didn't have time to get to. Um, just go to Facebook.com slash radio. You can also follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me at Stiletto14, like the heel of the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gives. That's J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. And speaking of BTS, they have reached a new milestone with their new album, Proof. The South Korean boy band has scored their sixth number one album on the Billboard 200 Albums charts after the set earned 314,000 equivalent album units in the U.S. in the week ending June 16th, and this is according to Luminate. Of the number, SEA units comprise 36,000, equating to 52.84 million on demand official streams of the set. Album sales, meanwhile, comprise of 266,000, and uh, with TEA units being 12,000 units. Now, Proof has a 35-track digital download and streaming album and an expanded 48-track album on CD. The latter edition has 13 exclusive tracks, mostly demo recordings, not available on the digital or streaming album. Proof was not issued on any other format, such as vinyl, LP, or cassette. Proof was released on June 10, four days before the group announced an indefinite break to focus on social venues. And the seven-member South Korean act was formed in 2010 and made the U.S. Billboard chart debut in 2013. The group has tallied 15 entries on the Billboard 200 album chart. 
Her wants out of her record deal with MBK Entertainment, a label she'd been signed to since 2011 when she was just 14 years old. The Best Part singer has filed a lawsuit against her record label. The 24-year-old R&B singer, whose real name is Gabriela Saramento Wilson, filed the court documents on Tuesday. I'm sorry, on Thursday, June 16th, to the Superior Court of California in Los Angeles County. In the suit, according to the blast, she cited that the California Labor Code seven-year rule, meaning that contracts made in the state of California can only last a maximum of seven years, and she's looking for the court to terminate her deal with her record label. Her also argued that her deal with MBK Entertainment significantly limited her employment rights and that she has not been free to provide her recording services except as permitted or dictated by MBK. She added that the company has exclusively owned the right to exploit her name and likeness for her recording. In addition to getting out of the contract, her wants restitution and disgorgement of funds, according to proof, for costs of suit incur herein and for such others and further relief as the court deems just and proper. Her finally released her debut album, Back of My Mind, in 2021 through distribution from RCA Records. The album debuted at number six on the Billboard 200 and saw features from Lil Baby, Chris Brown, YBN Corday, Ty Dolla Sign, Young Blue, and Bryson Tiller. Pop star Ed Sheeran was awarded to the tune of $1.1 million after winning a copyright lawsuit in April. A United Kingdom judge on Tuesday announced Sharon will receive the amount covering 90% of his legal expenses following the early verdict that the singer didn't plagiarize a Sam Chokri song to make his 2017 track, Shape of You. Chokri accused Sharon of stealing from his 2015 song, Oh Why, for Shape of You, which was a number one hit in many countries, including the United States. The English-born Sharon, who is credited as a co-writer of Shape of You with John McDade and Stephen McCutcheon. Following the trial win in April, Sharon described the uh, accusation of being really demanding to the songwriting industry. Sharon uh, previously settled a lawsuit involving his song Photograph without going to court and faces a lawsuit over the song Singing Out Loud that reportedly remained unresolved. He is a four-time Grammy winner out of 15 career nominations. Right now we have here uh, 27 minutes uh, after the hour. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about the queen of comedy star Monique. She has decided to retract some statements she made about fellow comedian D.L. Hughley. Also, uh, the, the voice that keeps on giving, R&B singer uh, Gibeon has announced his next set of tour dates ahead of his full-length debut album. And uh, Kendrick Lamar has been seemingly worldwide since the release of his acclaimed latest album. And he has just celebrated his 35th birthday. And he treated fans to release of his Spotify mini-documentary on the same day. I'll tell you more about it. And the group, The Chicks, are ready to make nice after leaving fans hanging. And Maxwell is back to give fans a little something-something as he unveils the dates for his second leg of the night tour. All those stories are more coming up after the break, so don't you go anywhere. Thank you. 
News and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got 26 minutes left remaining in the show. That's the latest from Chris Brown called WE, which is an acronym for Warm Embrace. And uh, Chris Brown just released the video of that song, and he has my girl Normani in the video and everybody's talking about that pool scene where they're embracing and kissing underwater it's a beautiful video you guys you guys got to check it out uh before we went to the music break i was telling you about uh, the queen of comedy star monique well she has decided to retract some statements she made about fellow comedian dl hughley and his family the actress delivered an apology to the comedian's family during her stand-up comedy show in raleigh north carolina on saturday june 18. the two comedians had a public contract dispute last month about who was to close a detroit show that they've been that both been booked for 
Monique claimed that according to the contract she signed, she was supposed to be the headliner, but DL made it clear that if she was indeed closing the Fox Theater show, he wouldn't perform. Yeah, that was a big, big deal because apparently uh, uh, Monique, who went out on stage, just went in on D.L. Hughley and talked about his family, talked about his manhood, talked about, you know, it it, it was crazy because she probably, there was some miscommunication as far as who was supposed to be the headline of the show. And then she went in on blaming other people as well, Steve Harvey, she brought up uh, uh, Oprah, Lee Daniel name, um, um, Tyler Perry, she just went off. But uh, one of the, his, uh, D.L. Hughley's daughter didn't appreciate it and um, ended up speaking to Monique about that, and I guess this is what led to the apology, allegedly. Uh, the voice that keeps on giving, R&B singer Gibeon has announced his next set of tour ahead of his full-length debut album, Give or Take. His North American headline tour will be kicking off in Philadelphia at the Metropolitan Opera House on August 16 and will transverse through major cities across the U.S., including Los Angeles, Boston, New York, and Oakland, California, with his last stop in Toronto on October 19. The nine-week-long concert runs follow the conclusion of his European tour from the 562, which just ended on June 8th in Germany. On Friday, June 17th, he added an additional date for New York City, Boston, Nashville, Toronto, and Montreal. The Give or Take tour will also introduce fans to opening acts like Fanna Hughes, Genevieve uh, Ramon, and Salika in select cities. Agavion has been prepping fans for the forthcoming album as he dropped catchy singles for tonight and Lie Again, giving supporters just enough time to learn the lyrics ahead of the tour. Also, the Long Beach native will most likely be expected to perform a few of his popular singers from his LP, I should say EP compilation, uh, When It's All Said and Done, Take Time Like All to Me, Heartbreak Anniversary, and Still Your Best, to name a few. Giveon's Give or Take album drops this Friday, June 24th. Kendrick Lamar has been seemingly worldwide since the release of his acclaimed latest album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Since then, the rapper has celebrated his 35th birthday on Friday, June 17th, and treated fans to the release of his Spotify mini-documentary on the same day. Entitled A Day in Ghana with Kendrick Lamar, the four-minute film follows the rapper in the streets of the country's capital as he discusses the importance of therapy and connecting with himself and the locals through the richness of West African culture in the days leading up to the release of his album. On Monday, June 20th, the Compton native made his grand return to the stage with a headline performance at Spotify Beach during the Cannes Lions International Festival of Creativity in France. And serving as his first performance since the release of Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, K-Dot performed a medley of hits with Swimming Pool, Drank, uh, B, Don't Kill My Vibe, King Cutter, Humble, and DNA. And although his Cannes live show is the first in the latest musical era, Kendrick didn't touch any songs from the recently dropped album. While they may seem strange, well, it, he is scheduled to embark on his Big Stepper, Steppers tour with uh, Baby Kim and uh, Tana Leone in July, on July 19th. Uh, nonetheless, he's scheduled to perform at Italy's Milano Summer Festival on Thursday, June 23rd, and at Gastonbury in the U.K. on Saturday, June 26th. And the chicks are ready to make nice after leaving fans hanging. The Grammy-winning band took to Instagram Monday to apologize to Indianapolis fans who came out to see them play Sunday night, only for the band to end the concert less than 30 minutes in, as uh, local outlets WTHR reports. 
The band who changed its name from the Dixie Chicks in 2020 and whose members are Natalie Maines, Marty McGuire, and Emily Strayer went on to advise ticket holders they'll be contacted for additional information and concluded by saying, we love you in, in, in Indianapolis. Uh, the country favorites returned to social media later Monday with rescheduling updates as well as a more in-depth explanation as to what was transpiring. They noted they were forced to postpone shows in Nobleville, Indiana, uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, and Clarkston, Michigan, as a result of strict doctor's orders for vocal rest. The the Clarkston show uh, will now take place on September 28th at Pine Knob Music Theater, while Nobleville has been rescheduled for September 30th at Ruff Music Center, and the Cincinnati performance will take place at Riverbend Music Center on October 2nd. The Chicks apologize for the inconvenience and hope to see everyone at the new dates. And Maxwell is back to give fans a little something-something as he unveiled the dates for his second leg of the night tour. This go-around, uh, it appears the crooner is heading the, hitting the roll solo starting in late July. Uh, the singer will have a three-day limited engagement in Las Vegas before heading over to California for the Blue Note Jazz Festival and then down south later this fall. He also teased that more dates will be announced, so fans should stay tuned. Maxwell is preparing to release the final album in his Black Summer Night trilogy under his label Musi, uh, Muse with BMG. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. He launched the three-part musical experience back in 2009 with the Grammy-winning Black Summer Night and continued the series in 2016 with Black Summer Nights. Uh, his new album marks his first release following his departure from the Columbia Records after 25 years. Tickets are currently available for purchase, and if needed, Maxwell pre-sale code is NIGHT, in all caps, N-I-G-H-T. And Beyonce is, getting, is releasing her first single from her upcoming album, Renaissance, a little early. The pop superstar new song was supposed to drop on Monday night, June 20, but it went up just before 10 p.m. The new song arrived just hours after the 40-year-old tease is existing by changing the bio on her social media pages, which read, Six, Break My Soul, Midnight Eastern Time. Now, Pitchfork... Uh, reported that the track marked the start of a new season and that the single is a dance song that is intended to mark the start of a new era with new anthems. It shouldn't, be, it shouldn't surprise us that the Break My Soul dropped three hours early on title, and according to the platform credits, the dance song is co-produced by Beyonce, Tricky Stewart, and The Dream, and features the following hook from uh, Big Frida. Jay-Z also has a writing credit on the song, which samples Robin's 1993 pop classic, Show Me Love. Beyonce's forthcoming full-length offering, Renaissance, is set for a July 29th release. The title for the 16th song project also includes Act 1, which could mean plans to share more acts after this initial release. And Buzz Lightyear proved to be no competition to dinosaurs. Lightyear could not defeat Jurassic World Dominion at the North American box office following the animated movie debut on June 17. The Toy Story spinoff, which served as an origin story for the character Buzz Lightyear, has a soft launch with an estimated $51 million from 4,000 locations domestically. It fell below industry expectation, which projected the film to make around $70 million. And despite its tie to one of the most successful Disney Pixar franchises, Lightyear was marketed as a film about the man behind the toy character rather than the toy itself. It's also the first Pixar movie to be released in theaters since 2020. The studio's last three films, Soul, Luca, and Turning Red, all went directly to Disney+, Plus, which may lead audience to wait for Lightyear to be available on the streaming service rather than rushing to theaters. Lightyear has also uh, opened in 43 markets overseas, where it also has a lackluster debut with $85.6 million. It has been banned in 13 nations from the Muslim world and the Palestinian territory due to the inclusion of a brief kiss between a lesbian couple. 
Uh, thus, uh, Jurassic World Dominion maintained its reign at domestic chart for the second week in a row with an estimated 58.7 million. It has grossed 249.8 million in North America and 372.4 million overseas for a current global total of 622.2. Top Gun Maverick also remains strong despite losing another position to number three. It collected an additional $44 million, dropping only 15.1% on its fourth weekend. And Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, is also down one place to number four with approximately $4.2 million, while the Bob Berger movie stays steady at number five with an estimated $1.1 million. Right now we have uh, 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the most uh, with the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere. Babyface featuring Ella May and Keep On Falling. Uh, right now we got 12 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, actor Al Pacino suggested that actor Timothy Chalamet would be perfect to star in the follow-up of Heat. The veteran actor who portrayed obsessive cop Lieutenant Vincent Hanna revealed that he wants the Dune star to play the younger version of his character in Heat. In the writer and director's Malcolm Mann thriller, Vincent was on the hunt for master criminal Neil McCauley, which was played by Robert De Niro, and his gang. Now the filmmaker has written a follow-up novel set before and after the events of the 1995 thriller, and Pacino thinks the, um, the actor could suit the role. Pacino and De Niro, along with uh, producer Art Linson, attended a retrospect 
screening of Heat at the Union Palace Theater in New York on Friday, June 17, but were without the director because he had tested positive for COVID-19. However, Mann had a video message for guests before the screening. Those in attendance received a copy of Heat 2, a novel Mann had written with Meg Gardner uh, that is due for release in August. And of the project, the director previously said, quote, it's been my intention for a long time to do the further stories of Heat, unquote. Sandra Bullock has had uh, detailed about her hiatus from movie screens. In a new interview, the actress portraying Loretta Sage in The Lost City doesn't know how long her break from acting will last. The 57-year-old actress admitted she is so burnt out and tired that she needs to take a hiatus from filming but is unsure of when she will return. She told The Hollywood Reporter that she doesn't want to be beholden to anyone's schedule other than her own. When asked how long the break will last, Sandra Sandra replied, quote, I really don't know. She later admitted that she has relied on work as a crutch and needs to take a step back. And uh, Sandra said that producing The Lost City with uh, Liza Chasen was a great way to go out with a bang. She, she, she said, quote, um, I love working with artists, and that's why Liza and I were very well matched. If I'm going to go, if I'm going out with a bang, I want to go out with the right person, unquote. Guy Ritchie is set to direct Disney Hercules remake. The Aladdin director is set to go behind the camera for the live-action remake of the 1997 animated uh, movie, per, uh, and this is according to The Hollywood Reporter. Dave uh, Callahan, who wrote Marvel's Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, have already written a first draft of the script and penned a first draft of, of the script. The studio is currently in the process of searching for writers for the, for the project. Avengers Endgame directors Joe and Anthony Russo will produce the film through their AGBO company. Meanwhile, it was previously claimed that Disney is working on an Aladdin sequel. Disney original Hercules film had a $85 million budget and ranked in $252 million at the box office worldwide. It joined Disney's predecessors, including 1991's Beauty and the Beast, 1992 Aladdin, and 1994 The Lion King, which have all been remade as lucrative live-action films. Whoopi Goldberg is coming on the fire for her questionable behavior on air. The View fans are urging the daytime show to fire the TV personality as, as after she uh, was cursing during the live show. The 66-year-old host uh, caused quite a stir after she say she said ass in the t- uh, Tuesday, June 14 episode of the talk show while talking about parenting. Fans are now calling for a casting rearrangement on the talk show upon learning about Whoopi's wild behavior. And this wasn't the first time Whoopi landed in hot water over her comments on TV. In February, the Sisters Act star was suspended from The View after she said in January, uh, in a January 31st episode of the show, that the Holocaust isn't about race, it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. And Kit Harrington is set to reprise his role as, as Jon Snow in the, in the Game of Thrones sequel. According to The Hollywood Reporter, HBO is in the early stages of developing a new spinoff show to the fancy drama series with the English actor attached to return to his beloved character. The network has explored multiple spinoff series since GOT ended in 2019 with House of the Dragon set to premiere in August. However, this is the first one set after the events of the main series, which was based on George R.R.R. Martin's fantasy novels, and so could potentially see the return of other surviving fans of favorites, including Sansa and Arya Stark, played by Sophie Turner and Macy Williams, and Tyrion Lannister, played by Peter Dinklage. Now, Kit, who has been named, who has been married, to his uh, GOT co-star, Rose Leslie, previously admitted that taking a year off work when the hit series ended was the best thing he could have done. It was because he was experiencing mental health difficulties. Back in 2019, Kit spent a month at the luxury uh, Prave Swiss uh, health retreat in Connecticut. 
His representative explained at the time that Kit had decided to use this break in his schedule as an opportunity to spend some time at a wellness retreat to work on some personal issues. Jennifer Hudson's talk show will launch in September. The, drag, uh, the Dream Girl uh, Star self-titled program will launch on Fox in 95% in the United States on September 12, which coincides with her birthday. The 40-year-old singer and actress tweeted, quote, I can't believe I get to say this, but welcome to my show. Let's light up daytime beginning September 12. Wait a minute, that's my birthday, unquote. Jennifer, who has a 12-year-old son, David Jr., with former fiancé, David Tonga is excited to connect with new people and to let viewers see who she really is. She said in a statement, quote, I have experienced so much in my life. I've seen the highs of the highs, the lowest of the lows, and just about everything in between. But as my mother always told me, once you think you've seen it all, just keep on living. Unquote. The Jennifer Hudson Show will be run by Mary Connolly, Andy Lasner, and Corey Pallant, the trio behind Ellen DeGeneres' recently finished program, while Jennifer herself will produce alongside Lisa Castler, uh, Calio, and uh, Graham Morphy and Walter, Walter William III. Chris Rock and Dwayne The Rock Johnson were reportedly asked to host the 2022 Emmy Awards, and after airing on NBC back in 2018, the annual ceremony returned to NBC for the first time. And at the time, Saturday Night Live star Michael Shea and Colin Jost co-hosted. Now, according to the deadline, the stand-up comedian who was struck by Will Smith while presenting an award at this year's Oscars and the wrestler-turned-actor were both offered the job. Both of them, however, are said to have politely declined. Meanwhile, Sir Mick Jagger and Kanye West are among a whopping 600 entries looking to nab nominations in the seven music categories. Voting has just got underway, and nomination will be announced by the Television Academy on July 12th. And after Anthony Anderson opt to not renew his contract with Law and Order after reprising his role as Detective Kevin Bernard, the series has chosen actor Makai Brooks to fill the void. Though details regarding Brooks' character are being kept under wraps for the time being, it has been confirmed that he will be playing a detective. Brooks became a household name thanks to his role in Tyler Perry's A Fall from Grace, Nobody's Fool, Just Right, About Last Night, The Game, and Mortal Kombat. Lord and Order was revived in February of 22, and it returned for season 21, amassed nearly 13 million total viewers. And during the finale, there seemed to be no indication that Anderson would not be returning as he and his partner, Cosgrove, played by Jeffrey Donovan, were investigating an off-duty police officer murder. The series examines the police who investigated crime and the district attorneys who prosecute, prosecute the offenders. The premiere date for season 22 has yet to be announced. And if watching 456 people from mostly troubled backgrounds compete to the death in childhood games for a chance at a slice of an equivalent of $38 million unknowingly for the entertainment of the wealthy picture interest, then you're in luck. Netflix has announced a new competition series based on the record-breaking Korean drama Squid Game. 456 real-life competitors will play against each other for a chance at a portion of a cash prize totaling $4.56 million. Billed as having the largest cast and lump sum cash prize in reality TV history, Squid Game, the challenge, will feature players enduring the game featured on the fictional series as well as new additions. The 10-episode competition series is co-production between Studio Lambert, The Circle, and The Garden, 24 Hours in A&E, part of the ITV studios, and will be filmed in the U.K. Squid Game's The Challenge has launched its global search for hopeful players on squidgamecasting.com. Squid Game The Challenge announcement comes as the original series revealed its official confirmation for Season 2 and standing as Netflix's most popular series of all time with over 1.65 billion views hours in the first 28 days after its uh, September 2021 premiere, the creators and the executives have teased the second installment as in the works. 
And uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner and Wendell Pierce are confirmed to star in an episode of The Cues alongside Karen LeBlanc. Fox Crime Anthology drama is based on the BBC's BAFTA-winning anthology and is set to open in a courtroom on The Accused with viewers being left in the dark along the uh, crime of how the accused wind up on trial. As told from the defendant's perspective through a series of flashbacks, accused portray how ordinary people find themselves wrapped up in outstanding circumstances, leading down a path of no return. Warner and LeBlanc stars the anxiety-ridden, shielding parents following an incident involving their daughter at a park, while Pierce will uh, portray the detective assigned to the case. Warner currently stars on the Fox The Resident as A.G.J. Austin, and Pierce is known for his classic role of Detective Bunk Moreland on HBO The Wire, and most recently appeared in Amazon Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. LeBlanc had most recently starred in Owns the King of Napa. She also has appeared on HBO's Lovecraft Country. Billy Porter was tapped to direct one of the episodes in the anthology that centers on a fierce drag queen and an affair that led to devastating consequences, according to Deadline. A premiere date for the accused has yet to be announced. Well, that is going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Make sure you stay safe. And I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.